SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia. In an era where information travels at the speed of light, distinguishing truth from falsehood has become increasingly challenging. The Australians are among the worst in the world for sharing dodgy articles. Whether it's labelled as false news, misinformation or disinformation, the impact remains the same. A distortion of reality that can sway opinions, shape beliefs and even influence critical decisions. It also affects our voting and public policy starts to reflect people's attitudes and, and what's been influenced by fake news as politicians try to appeal to the public. Welcome to this new episode of Australia Explained. I'm your host, Madam Smai. Today, we'll explore this complex topic, shedding light on the mechanism behind misinformation and its potential impact on society. Misinformation presents a real challenge in our advancing digital world. But what exactly is it? Sushi Das, the Associate Director of RMIT Fact Lab, a fact-checking unit based within RMIT University, explains. So misinformation is basically incorrect information that people pass on without realizing that it's incorrect. Disinformation is false information that people deliberately create to mislead other people. And they might do this for a joke or they might do it to push a political agenda or they might do it to somehow make money through clicks. Fact checkers like Sushi Das and her team review viral content on social media to identify posts that may contain misinformation or disinformation. They then conduct thorough research to verify the content's accuracy. This ensures that accurate information is shared with the public. Ms. Das identifies a mixed bag of misinformation and disinformation in Australia. She says that current news headlines often drive false information on social media. For example, at the moment, there's the war between Russia and Ukraine. So there is misinformation and disinformation around that war. There is another war in the Middle East. So we've got the Palestine and Israel situation. And there's a lot of misinformation and disinformation around that too. We're also seeing regularly financial scams, health-related misinformation. Dr. Timothy Graham an associate professor of digital media at Queensland University of Technology, says that the social media algorithms can sometimes play a significant role in spreading false news and misinformation. Social media platforms are built to serve advertisements. They use algorithms to customize content based on user preferences, aiming to boost engagement and relevance. Content will come across people's feeds that they find irresistible. Humans are sort of hardwired and socially and emotionally set up for you know, really emotive, uh, media-rich content that, that may not necessarily be factual. And I think platforms will tend to boost and promote content that's getting immediate reactions, like really bursty reactions from people. And people are very quick to share stuff that, that makes them feel something strongly, whether it's funny, whether it's you know, something really negative. 
misinformation can stem from different sources, such as genuine mistakes, biased reporting, sensationalism, and intentional political, ideological, or economic manipulation. Conspiracy theories often entail elaborate narratives about secret plots. In contrast, misinformation encompasses a broader spectrum of false or misleading information that may or may not involve conspirative elements. For example, the RMIT Fact Lab team researched a conspiracy theory which suggested that QR codes replacing clothing tags is an attempt to track and control individuals. The theory alleged that this move, which aimed to make the fashion industry more environmentally friendly, was a scheme the World Economic Forum, banks and the government invented. Ms. Das explains. This is wrong, it's incorrect. These codes tell you the details about the item, where it was made, whether it was made ethically, washing instructions, fabric details. But of course, there are people arguing that these are all about tracking you. Misinformation has been around since the beginning of language, according to Dr. Darren Coppen, a Sydney-based behavioral scientist. However, it is now a more prevalent issue with significant societal impact. In the past, people got their facts, truths, and beliefs from their local community, family, and culture. Nowadays, we receive information from all over the world and various sources. Apparently, according to a University of Canberra study, Australians are among the worst in the world for sharing dodgy articles. 80% will share an article that they even think is dubious. So that is obviously compounding the issue that we're facing with fake news and misinformation. The spread of misinformation can significantly impact social, political and personal narratives. Dr. Darren Coppen explains. When misinformation or fake news confirms a pre-existing belief or suspicion, then it can really affect behaviour. And it also affects our voting and public policy starts to reflect people's attitudes and, and what's been influenced by fake news as politicians try to appeal to the public. Particularly during COVID, we saw a lot of issues with misinformation on every aspect of COVID. And the Director General of the World Health Organization said that we're not just fighting an epidemic, we're fighting an infodemic. Dr. Coppin identifies four reasons why humans can spread false information. Fake news plays on humans' loathing of uncertainty. We absolutely crave safety and, and a sense of control. We're driven to eradicate that uncertainty. So we search for answers. And if they're not readily available, we fill in the gaps. So we're, we're suckers for any information where none's available. And the second is we have a huge negativity bias as humans. He argues that humans evolved to be pessimistic due to natural selection as the more hostile individuals were the ones who survived. Have you ever talked to an Australian and you're overseas before you migrate? They often, all they talk about with foreigners are spiders, snakes and sharks, you know, that abound in Australia, rather than the beauty and the opportunity that's here. Other reasons for our attraction to false news or misinformation are confirmation bias and the technology used to create false news. Dr. Coppin explains. If 
we belong to, say, an anti-vax group, then we're likely to search for anti-vax information, or at least that's what sticks in our brain. And the things that stick with us are things prove and reinforce our pre-existing beliefs. So we just get more and more extreme and polarised. The last one is fake news now can look professional when you're looking at it online, whereas when you're with somebody face-to-face, you can tell from their furtiveness or their weird demeanour or or sweaty palms, you might inform us that they're untrustworthy or what they're saying isn't to be believed. Developing the skills to spot and verify news is crucial, given the prevalence of misinformation nowadays. Therefore, Sushi Das shares her top strategy for distinguishing real news from false news. You can just get some keywords, open a new tab, put those keywords into the new tab and search for what other things you can find using those keywords. You can even put some keywords in uh, with the words fact check to see if somebody has already written an article, a fact check article about that topic. If it's a picture that you're looking at and you're not sure if that's a real picture, you can do a right click. If you're in Google, you can do a right click and you will get the option to search image with Google. Dr. Koppen suggests taking the news and unbelievable information with a grain of salt before sharing it online. Stop and think, would I repeat this or would I say this to somebody's face in public? And if you're not sure, then please don't forward and share things because you're just contributing to a multiplier effect of misinformation. And secondly, be wary of your own search term biases. As technology advances, the spread of misinformation evolves. Professor Timothy Graham explains what future challenges we should anticipate in this ever-changing digital world. I think one of the biggest challenges that generative AI pose is that these AI can produce content that, at least at first glance, appears to be authored by a human and is quite convincing. And, and this is not only text, but obviously images as well. And so a real challenge that's happened is that we just have a deluge of AI-generated content that's you know, kind of mixing in and it's becoming more and more complicated to just keep up with how much of this is a factual image or or an authentic image or an authentic piece of text versus something that's not. In today's world of misinformation, it is vital to stay informed. According to Sushidas, an effective way to combat the spread of false information is to have a civil dialogue, refrain from using insults and constantly present factual information over time. It is essential to realize that change is a gradual process that requires patience. Thanks for listening to this episode of Australia Explained, written, produced and hosted by me, Maram Smail. Australia Explained Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. This was an SBS Audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au slash Australia Explained.